welcome to Marriage in Today's World, a podcast ministry of United Marriage Encounter. On today's episode, we are joined by Steve and Pam Chapman to talk about expectations in your marriage. Visit marriageintodaysworld.com for resources to go along with this episode. And now, your host, Pam Beadle, Community Relations Support Staff for Marriage Encounter Support Foundation. Welcome to Marriage in Today's World. Today, we are visiting with Steve and Pam Chapman. They bring um, 44 years of marriage experience um, and advice to us today. So let's um, meet them. Uh, Tell us a little bit about yourselves, guys. Well, I'm Steve Chapman. I'm the Executive Director for the Marriage Encounter Support Foundation, which we uh, support United Marriage Encounter uh, Marriage Ministry and International Marriage Ministry. And uh, Pam, you tell us a little bit about Okay, well, we have been involved in some kind of marriage ministry for probably over 35 years. Hmm. Um, marriage Encounter for about 30 years. And um, other we did other classes for our church and for uh, community events. So we've been doing this marriage thing for a very long time. Yes, we have. Yes, you're gonna, yeah. we're going to glean a great deal of wisdom from you two today. Um, so we just want to talk about communication. Um, specifically, we want to hone in on expectations um, that we sometimes bring into marriage and create while in marriage um, and how that affects our communication. And so when we don't effectively communicate, um, we increase chances of conflict and missing joy in our marriage. Um, we create distance and things like that. So let's start off talking about unmet expectations. Um, what would you say would be a good definition of unmet expectations? So Pam and I do a lot of uh, weekends, and we do a lot of marriage events and a lot of conferences and stuff. And this whole business of expectations uh, really hit a chord a couple of years ago when we read this book, No More Perfect Marriages, by uh, the Savages, Mark and Jill Savage. And it it was one of those things after 30 years of helping couples and mentoring couples, this thing of expectations really wasn't on our radar screen so much. And it just hit a chord with both of us. And since then, we've heard lots of speakers, Gary Chapman, um, Ted Cunningham, and some of those talk about this. So they've hit on something that just is really genius uh, when you're looking at marriages and stuff. So as we look at uh, expectations in general, you know, they take us down a path, and that's what has uh, led us to kind of look at this unmet expectations in marriages uh, because they're, they, they speak of unspoken expectation, unrealistic expectations, and unknown expectations. But this unmet expectation, I think, is where couples come to a, uh, a point in their marriage where it becomes a, a barrier to a joyful marriage. So, Pam, what would you say um, if someone isn't quite understanding what we mean by unmet expectations in marriage? What would you say um, would be some of those or some examples of those? For example, maybe we bring something into our marriage from a family of origin, right? Yeah, we bring a lot into our marriage from families of origin. And we assume that um, everyone was raised like we were. Everyone had the same... um, opportunities and um, same household upbringing, 
uh, as we did, and that is just so not right. We all carry our own baggage into marriage. And uh, I know a big one for Steve and I was um, my parents rarely used credit. Uh, they paid cash for almost everything. Um, I remember them burning the mortgage you know, just a few years after we had built a house. And uh, my dad was a rancher, so being on the farm, um, I think that's just it's just the way they did it. That's the way they had to do it to mm-hmm. stay out of debt. Uh, when I married Steve, on the other hand, he his family was uh, you know just like the two parent working family. Uh, bought things on credit, bought things on time. No big deal. You just make your payments. And when we got married, um, I just assumed that things would go on the way I had. Uh, grown up with them, and all of a sudden we were getting all these debts, credit mm-hmm. card debts and, and car debts and all those kinds of things, and um, I was really afraid. It, it frightened me because I didn't think that he could provide for us. I was afraid that, that he wasn't going to provide for me, and we'd get into a bind. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's I think that's a, a fairly common one, possibly. Mm-hmm. Um just just things like holidays. I lived in my house my entire childhood. And um, holidays, you know, I can tell you pretty much where we, we always spent grandma holidays with grandma. And uh, always the same cousins, aunts and uncles that were there. So, uh, you know, Christmas was just a, a memory for me that was uh, a happy memory and um, a constant memory. Steve's dad was in the Army, so they moved a lot, and um, it wasn't possible to go back home every holiday, and he probably didn't spend the same holiday at the same house <laughs> twice. Mm-hmm. So uh, there just was a lot of those kinds of things. Uh, my parents, I very seldom saw them argue, and um, I'm sure they had their differences, and they just um, worked on them out of sight, out of mm-hmm. mind of the children. Um, Steve's household was much more loud, can I say? Uh, so anyway, so he was used to it, but um, the first time we had an argument, I thought, this is it. Our marriage is over. We've reached the end. We've had this fight, and what what are we going to do? Um, so just, uh, there just are so many differences that we bring into marriage, so much baggage, and just, just, the way that we are raised that um, contributes a lot, mm-hmm. I think, to unmet expectations. Yeah. So in addition to that, Steve, um, Pam did a great job of covering um, what we bring in. But but what else um, would you add to that that causes unmet expectations? Well, what causes them or what manifests them, I think, is the um, first thing, the media. Uh, we look at movies and we look at all these things and we think that's the way life is. That's the way people are. We look at our neighbors and we think, um, you know, we're Christians and we believe in tithing and all those things. And then the first thing I look up, my neighbor's got a boat and two jet skis and I'm wondering, you know, should I be living like that? Um, I think... Um, on the same note as media, I guess, you know, pornography gets into guys' heads of what mm-hmm. they think sex should be like. Um, they see these unrealistic expectations on mm-hmm. TV shows of, 
uh, hey, all their problems, they never have any problems. Well, they're only 30 minutes out of the week. Uh, and so, yeah, no, they don't have the problems. So I think a lot of those things just drive us to uh, expect more out of our spouses and expect more out of life than what's realistic. Mm -hmm. Sure. So we've talked about um, things we bring in from our family of origin, idealism, things that we think how marriage will go, right? And then also culture, um, movies, social media, all those things. Um, and then there's just that we're wired differently, right? Mm -hmm. um, we have different personalities. We have different ways of doing things. And it doesn't necessarily mean one is right or wrong, but it's just different, right? Mm -hmm. So what happens then um, when we when we come into this clash of different expectations, um, what are some things, ways that we can respond? What, what different responses maybe did you have personally or have you seen um, over the years in working with with other marriages? Um, well, I, I can tell you that it causes a lot of frustration and anger, of course, uh, all, all kinds of feelings, all kinds of responses. Um, arguments. I remember arguments about um, it. it Unmet expectations really don't surface until you get backed in a corner sometimes. Mm -hmm. And then you're having an argument and you use that against each other. Mm -hmm. uh, I may want to do something on Thanksgiving and Pam knows and expects us to go to her family's event. And then all of a sudden I burst out with, we always go to your family. We never get to do what I want mm -hmm. to do. And then all of a sudden we're in a conflict and we're in, uh, we're in deep water mm -hmm. about that. And she didn't know. She didn't know that mm -hmm. I was so passionate about doing something that I want to do uh, because I never told her before. Right. Uh, I, just, I just bombed her with it. Mm -hmm. I think stress, you know, uh, you get in a financial stress and things are okay until you get so stressed out that it's like you always spend our money on hunting or you always spend our money on technology and all mm -hmm. of a sudden your spouse doesn't even know that you're upset. And, and I get it all of a sudden from Pam like she's mad and it's and, and probably she's been telling me mm -hmm. all these times. Mm -hmm. She's been subtly telling me, can we spend money this way? Can we? Because she doesn't want to start an argument. We are two non-confrontational people mm -hmm. and so so you kind of hold it in hold yes, it in hold yes. it in and mm -hmm. then it explodes yes. right yeah so those would be two possible um scenarios bitterness right? is another mm -hmm. one i think don't you think yeah we've seen a lot of bitterness mm -hmm. in couples where they just can't get over something and the other spouse simply didn't know that that they were so bitter the other spouse was so yeah, yeah, definitely. So um, it's important for us to learn how to communicate those expectations um, because having unspoken or um, unmet expectations can definitely lead us to, to distance in our relationship, bitterness, as you mentioned, um, ultimately to a crisis sometimes mm -hmm. if we don't mm -hmm. deal with that. Um, but having expectations that... Um, are spoken um, and dealt with can lead us to stronger marriages and healthy marriages. All right, so what can we do? Um, can you give us some specific examples uh, to make this a positive experience? 
Well, one of the things that <clears throat> I got to, we think, we're, again, been at it a long time, but we like to have fun with it. We don't want um, this to be something that drives a wedge in relationships. So you really have to know your spouse. But what, what one of the things that Pam and I do is we make a bucket list once a year. We don't make it crazy, but we just say, uh, what's a bucket list look like for you this year? What are some three things that is on your mind or you read or you saw or you something mm-hmm. that you would like to do this year? And then we have a, a system where we put the realistic scale on it from one to ten. So she wants to go to Israel. That's on her bucket list, always has been on her bucket list. The cost is realistic. So on the realistic factor from one to ten, you know, it's a seven or eight. We have to save money, work a little hard mm-hmm. at it. And then we, how important is it to you? We, we scale that from one to ten on our bucket list. You know, it's, it's a nine for her. She just wants to get to Israel mm-hmm. and see where Jesus walked and see where all these things are she reads about in the Bible. And so we've got a pretty high on our bucket list. So we have fun with it, and we talk about it. And we well, if we go to Israel, when would we? You know, what would we do? And all these things. Uh, so that's I think one way we do it, and it opens the door then to start talking to your spouse a little bit about expectations. Um, because even at that, there's been times I go, really, I had no idea she'd love to parasail. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have no desire to parasail, but it's kind of <laughs> on her list. And I never knew that till last year when it, you know, when it hit her bucket list mm-hmm. that she said, I'd like to parasail sometime. So that's a, a positive, fun spin on sharing these expectations um, with each other. And sometimes we don't even know that about ourselves, right? So we need to take mm-hmm. a little time. We need to identify what's causing this bitterness or this mm-hmm. resentment. Um, and maybe even just recognizing that we have an expectation that my spouse has no idea that I have, right? Right. And I would say, too, that start with yourself. You know, um, you may not even know just exactly what you said. You may not even know you have things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a time of sabbatical, and Pam shares with it. And we just spend some time with ourselves. And maybe you do the same exercise. Mm-hmm. You know, I... I've always wanted to teach. Or Pam said just the other day, I, I, I had never heard that in 44 years. I wish I could go back to college and or had a college degree. or what. I can't remember how you said that. College. But she could write that same list up in just some quiet time and some devotion time of what are these expectations? How realistic are they? Mm-hmm. I mean, they're in my head. How realistic is it that I'm going to do this, and then how important is it in my life that I do this? And maybe you can just cross it off your list. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can say, I'm going to give my spouse a break because I'm never going to do this anyhow, and why would I keep them accountable for something that's never going to happen? I think another thing, too, is to know the differences between the two of you. Um, take a spiritual inventory or a... Um, personality assessment Mm -hmm. and talk about those differences because many times um, we think of differences as being a a negative thing, but uh, many times differences can be very positive because where one of you, I know with us, where one of us is um, strong, the other's weak and vice versa. And it's good to appreciate those differences because I think a lot of times that's what draws us together. They Mm -hmm. say opposites attract. 
And uh, I think it's because you see those things in the other person that you wish that you had, you mm-hmm. uh, admire them for them. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of gets back to that, admiring your spouse mm-hmm. again for the differences that they have. Yeah. I think one of the areas you could talk to them about is is introvert versus extrovert. Um, Pam's extrovert, I'm introvert. Boy, the expectation level at that, at that <laughs> it, just that little yeah. difference in, in personalities. Mm-hmm caused so much conflict in our early marriage. It just caused so much conflict because she had expectations of how, she, how her life was going to be fulfilled and how what she wanted to do during the week. And I had my expectations, and we had to really work through that. Um, but if you don't tell each other, you know, we went years without telling each other, then, then we started to work that out. Yeah, you don't know. You don't know until um, you spend a little time in retrospect, I think of yourself. Sure, and this is a way that we um, can twist that around and see our spouse as a gift, right? We can see them um, not as a um, thorn in our side mm-hmm. there, Hindrance. but mm-hmm. as a gift, right? And appreciate yeah. um, what they bring out in us that that is different from the way that we see things. And then I think you have to talk about some give and take between you two mm-hmm. um, to, to make that all come around. Every one of us goes through seasons in our marriages, and I think those seasons bring on different expectations. And if a couple early on can start talking about those where it's not unfamiliar territory, then by the time you get to our season of life, then it's much easier to talk mm-hmm. about retirement or uh, what we want to do with our lives or how much we want to visit people or how much we want to travel and where we want to go. And, and so we've built a good platform of that. We think um, that we can do that, but it's critical that early on in an early marriage, you, you start to set that groundwork. You learn to get the skills. You, you learn the tools that you need to do to start to open those doors and be, and develop a safety between each other so that your spouse isn't say, well, that's a stupid idea. Don't, don't talk about it anymore. It, you know, it's, just have to have a lot of grace with your spouse and understand maybe where they're coming from. Yeah, so that's it. Let's talk about a little bit of that. Um, so we have some tools that we can use, right? And a tool, um, by definition, is an article intended for use in work. So... We want to know that um, this will take work, right, um, to, to work on healthy expectations. But um, you've mentioned there, Steve, grace. Um, so in the idea of um, replacing maybe um, judgment, right, We're, we have judgment over those expectations and, um, and replacing that with grace. Do you want to talk a little bit more about that or some practical ways um, that we can do that? Specifically with grace? For Christians, you you have to be in a Mm Christ-minded attitude. And, you know, for men, there's a great call to take care of our wives and to love them. And to love them is to listen to them and to try to understand them. Uh, For women, it's respect. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I as you conquer or you try to get into some of this stuff, you really have to go in with those kinds of attitudes. Uh, when Pam comes to me and wants to share an unmet expectation, 
I've just got to understand why it's important to her and and understand how important it is to her so that I can react appropriately and not just um, you know criticize or judge her on what a bad idea um, uh, so that's you know grace is just being there for him and listening and mm-hmm. just getting rid of all the baggage um, that my self-centeredness, I, I think that was a word that I was looking at. Mo- most of us have so much pride and self-centeredness that when she says she doesn't have something, mm-hmm. th- as a man that says you are not providing. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I'm not a good example, but if she comes and says, I really want a new car, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I know we don't have it in the budget, and she start, my defenses start to go up. Mm-hmm. You know, well, if you wouldn't spend so much on this, maybe you could have that. And that's not grace. Mm-hmm. That's not grace. Grace is trying to understand why that's important to her and, mm-hmm. and trying to find out how we can realistically do something to help her with that expectation. Right. I think even if you don't understand it, you don't need to understand it. Uh, That's not the the end point here. It's just having grace and mercy and um, just believing that that is, you know, truly your spouse's heart. Mm -hmm. And and so you mentioned pride. If we are trying to communicate that expectation, um, we want to avoid doing that in a prideful way. So the tool there might be humility. Um, Pam, do you think, do you want to speak to that a little bit um, about using humility when we discuss these expectations with our spouse? Yeah, I think, again, you you just, um, you don't have to understand. You need to be humble, and um, you need to lower your expectations, I think, of... um, of what of what you want and how you mm-hmm. see the outcome, and uh, just listen, be humble, mm-hmm. and as Christ was humble, and um, and work through things again. You know, it, it all goes back to communication. So important in a relationship, any relationship. Mm-hmm. And then I think we need courage, right? Oh, um, absolutely. It's easy to um, just gloss over. This idea of expectations um, and and hold it in or spew it out, but not in a productive way or a healthy way. Um, so sometimes there's fear there, um, but we need to have courage um, mm-hmm. to to approach the issue. And Steve um, said earlier that um, if we do the the hard work early on, then it you know it gets a little easier. But no matter the stage that we're in. Um, that we find ourselves, it's never too late, and so we can. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And I, I just, um, you know, I, I guess I was sitting here listening to Pam and, and you talking. You know, it, it's kind of a two-way street. Pride could be on both sides. Mm-hmm. I'm too proudful mm-hmm. to ask, and then I'm too proud to give, mm-hmm. and so you know, it plays on both sides of the fence, and. Humility is the same way, you know, to to lower yourself to share something that is so deep in you mm-hmm. that it you you know you're not even sure why you expect that out of life, and then to share it with somebody kind of brings you at the lowest level to ask. And I'm very bad about asking for 
things and and um so and then then the humble side on the other side is being humble enough to receive so that that just plays on both sides of the fence i think and that's why a couple is i don't know i think that's why it's so difficult i, I think that's why it's hard for couples to play that out in a real scenario and get to a resolution so so share with us a little bit about some joy that you've experienced um, or maybe that you've seen in other couples with um, healthy expectations. Um, let's say that you maybe worked it out, you you got brave, and you talked about what some of these expectations you had um, out of your spouse were. Um, how does that bring joy? What would be some ways that that plays out? I think any time that we are closer to our spouse, um, especially if there's if there are issues that maybe you've been struggling with for a long time, and you're actually able to communicate them with each other, you know, it's just so important that that couples are open in their communication. They don't get defensive. Uh, that they truly listen, and listening is really hard sometimes. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. But when you do, and you get to a place of um, togetherness on an issue, um, I think it does it just does create joy. It creates um, intimacy mm -hmm. and um, the, and mm -hmm. understanding. The more you work through issues, I think the more you understand each other and the closer you get. Okay. One of the expectations I think that Pam had that I think brings her joy is when we moved here from Kansas City and for the men, it's not a big deal. It's a job, and we already had some built-in friends through staff. Pam gave up her small group, mm -hmm. and she gave up her, uh, I'll say family, mm -hmm. that was close by. Uh, she gave up our kids. Mm -hmm. And so um, in her nature was not to complain about that because it's a ministry and not to to belabor on it and not to cause a lot of riff. Um, so I think she held back some of those things that, that she wanted uh, to do. Mm -hmm. So through some of our communications, she made it clear to me how, how joyful it would be to spend more time with the kids and the grandkids in Houston and to spend some time with her friends back in Kansas City. So again, we went back to the realistic measure and the how do we do this and how important is this to me and and as a result you know we we built in budget and we built in time for her to get back to kansas city and get back to the kids in houston and that stuff and i i think that would have been a, a bitterness over the last five or six years if i would not have known she would not have communicated and we have not taken some action mm -hmm. So, you know, five years ago, you could look at a marriage, our marriage, um, and say it could have been completely different mm -hmm. if we're sitting on this time bomb. And we had the potential to sit on a time bomb. It's a great example. <laughs> yeah. yeah, great example. <laughs> okay, so um, I want to let our listeners know that we have a free a downloadable resource for you to kind of work through some of these ideas we've talked about today about unmet expectations and then turning them into um, something that can benefit your marriage in a healthy way. There's a resource there that will use what Steve and Pam shared today 
to help you work through that and walk through that together um, as a couple. Okay, as we close out today, um, I have one question for you. What's one practical tip that you can share for keeping the spark or excitement in marriage? I think always do something unexpected, even if it's just something little. Steve will say, oh, why don't we go down to... There's a little restaurant downtown called Wine Nuts. Let's go to Wine Nuts tonight. And he knows I love just to go to Wine Nuts. And um, so it just it's just like a sparkle, mm-hmm. you know, like, oh, that's such a great idea. Mm-hmm. Thank you, because you know I love that. A surprise. Unexpected. A surprise. What do you think, Steve? Well, it sounds like a broken record, but I really think, uh, for the guys, we need to keep dating our spouses, mm-hmm. and we need to to take responsibility for that. We need we don't need to come home and say, hear our wives say, "Why don't we do something tonight?" Just come home and say, "I've arranged huh? childcare, and I'm taking you to the movies, or I've already got a, a picnic planned for the park, or I've got a, something planned." And I think when we when, that that kind of stuff, and it's kind of along the lines of what Pam was talking about. It's unexpected, but I think the wives. I'll speak for the men. I think we just uh, take them too much for granted sometimes, and we we expect all uh, back to expectation. We expect them to make all arrangements to do all the things. Just tell us where to be, and I think. Uh, for men to come home and or bring some flowers home occasionally, I like to go buy Hy-Vee and just get a small bundle of flowers occasionally and surprise paying with them. So I think those kind of things just say that we're not complacent and we're not, you still matter and I still like to court you and I'd still like to, to surprise you. All right, very good. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us. Um, it's been a great conversation. It's been fun to have you here and we appreciate you sharing your many years of wisdom with us today. Thank you for having us. (laughs) Thank you for listening to Marriage in Today's World. Your host today was Pam Beadle. Special guests were Steve and Pam Chapman. Marriage in Today's World is produced by Austin Newton and Pam Beadle. Recorded at the United Marriage Encounter International Office in Muscatine, Iowa. For more resources on this and other episodes, visit us at marriageintodaysworld.com. Marriage in Today's World podcast is a ministry of United Marriage Encounter. Strengthen your marriage today at unitedmarriage.com.